Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. If you want to transfer to the litigation department at your firm, or you want to find a new position as a litigation paralegal, even though you've been working in another practice area, how do you do that? Can you do that? Yes. In this week's episode, I'm going to give you some steps to take that will help you do that. Now, even though this comes from a question sent in from a listener who specifically was asking about litigation, most of what I'm going to talk about would apply to you even if you're wanting to move into a different practice area. The email I received was from a paralegal last week who was trying to decide if she should join the litigation paralegal boot camp because it's only open for enrollment until June 16th. She started her paralegal career three years ago as a commercial real estate paralegal. She happened to luck into that position. Well, not luck into it, but network into it. She knew someone at the firm who knew of this opening. So she accepted it. Like most people do when you're fresh out of school and you've got a position available, you take it. The only problem is now three years into it, she doesn't really enjoy what she's doing. She thinks she wants to transfer to the litigation department at her firm, hopefully if there's an opening, and wanted to know if our litigation boot camp would help her do that. My answer was an easy yes, it most definitely will help her do that. But I also advised her to take some steps to make sure that this was the right move for her. I wanted to share those in this episode because I thought there are probably many others out there who are in a similar situation. First, good for you for understanding that just because you don't like the work that you're doing in a particular practice area, that doesn't mean you should give up on being a paralegal altogether. Also, just because you don't like real estate doesn't mean that litigation is your only option. Every practice area has its unique ups and downs. In fact, Even within the specialty areas of one particular practice area, they have their own pros and cons. For example, within litigation, you might be a paralegal working in construction litigation, and what you would be doing would look completely different than if you were a paralegal working in personal injury litigation. So instead of jumping into the deep end of the pool head first, I want to give you some actionable strategies to do before just saying, I want to be a litigation paralegal. Actionable strategy number one is to make a list. Actually, it's two lists, but on one piece of paper. On the left side, write down all of the things that you don't like about what you're doing now in your current position. Then on the right side of the paper or column, if you're doing the list on the computer, write down all of the things that you do like about what you're doing right now in your current position. Then put the list aside for a few hours or a couple of days and go back through it and read each of the pros and cons about your current position. Then circle or highlight the top three to five on each side. What are the three or five things you dislike the most? Okay, step two. Now this is still part of actionable strategy number one because we're still on the list. So actionable strategy number one is to do the list. 
step two of our list is to dig deeper into it and do a self-assessment. Ask yourself if there's any kind of pattern to those things that you highlighted or circled. For example, if three of the things that you dislike are the long hours, last-minute emergencies, and your high stress level, then ask yourself, what makes me think that that's going to be any different in this new practice area? I can tell you for certain if it's those particular things and you want to transfer over to litigation, I don't think that would be your best option. You won't see a reduction in any of those three things, I promise you. However, if you're a litigation paralegal who circled those three things on the left side of your list, the things you don't like, then maybe moving into estate planning or immigration might help you reduce those three things. Step number three, again, step number three of actionable strategy number one. Look at that entire list again, the one on the left, the one on the right, what you don't like about your current position. You already highlighted those. You looked at those. Are there things on there that could be improved or eliminated from the list if you were to make some changes right now in your current position? For example, let's say it's the long hours that you dislike the most. Are you working those long hours because you're getting distracted during the day and then you have to work late to meet your deadlines? If so, go to the podcast, Paralegal Podcast page and do a search on time management. I did a whole podcast episode on time management. I'll link it in the show notes. Or are you working long hours because you come in at eight and your attorney comes in at 10 and they don't start cranking out the to-dos until after 1 p.m.? Is there something you could do to reduce those long hours? Let me give you another example. Let's say the real estate paralegal feels like it's boring work that she's doing and she thinks that litigation will be more exciting. If that's on your list, ask yourself if the work is boring because you're not asking for or receiving the interesting work that might be available to you. If you're a few years into your career, maybe your attorney is still holding back on giving you some of the higher level work because they don't realize that you've mastered the other stuff and you are more than ready to step it up a notch. You have to ask. You have to communicate that to the attorney. Step four of our first actionable strategy is for every one of those questions that you're asking yourself, look to the right side of the list and see if there's a corresponding pro on the positive side. It won't be matching, but it might offset the left side somewhat. For example, let's say on the right side you listed, enjoy working with these team members. And then ask yourself, what if the situation was flipped? What if I was doing work that was exciting, but I was working on a team that I didn't enjoy working with? Is that worth it? And only you can answer that question. It's what's most important to you. And our final step is to look at the list, look at the right side of the list again, and ask if those things would still be there after moving into the new practice area. Maybe you won't know for sure, but you've probably got a good idea either from other paralegals in that practice area or things that you've observed. So you have to talk to the other paralegals, obviously, in that practice area. All right, actionable strategy number two, and don't worry, this one won't have four steps to it. Actionable strategy number two is to read your firm's job description for a litigation paralegal or whatever role you're wanting to move into and go read a few other litigation paralegal job descriptions that you find online. Make yourself a bullet point list of all of the required skills and preferred skills that they're looking for in that position. Let's say it's a litigation paralegal position. Literally, you make a list of every single thing, put it in a bullet point, 
And then from that list, put a check mark next to the ones that you have. Now, keep in mind, you might not have the exact skill that's listed in the job description, but you might have a skill that's transferable to that position. For example, maybe the job description has the skill of legal research and investigation skills. You haven't done legal research much in your commercial real estate paralegal position, but you have done some big due diligence projects on those pending transactions. With a little bit of training, that skill would be very much transferable. Which leads me to actionable strategy number three. Go get the skills that are on that bullet point list that you don't have a check mark next to. How? Get online and do some research on which classes you can take to fill in that gap. And make sure it's something that you can prove you did with a certificate, not just watching a YouTube video. Make it something that your employer could verify if they wanted to. Now, I'm not saying it has to be a CLE certificate. We're not talking about CLE credits just a certificate of completion. You can't go ask to switch practice areas and say to them, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos that showed me how to draft discovery and get ready for depositions and prepare for trial. Even if you can't get all of those in one course, like our litigation bootcamp, then maybe you find a bunch of short courses on each topic and just slowly add more check marks to that list throughout the next year. By the way, By the time this episode comes out, I think it's coming out on June 14th, enrollment closes in our litigation bootcamp on June 16th, and it won't be open again for some time. So you may be listening to this later in June or even later in the year. Okay. So then you've missed it, but you can learn more about when the next launch will be after the June launch at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash litigation. And that's for you if you're in litigation or you want to transfer to the litigation practice area, or if you're a legal assistant who wants to eventually take on a paralegal role in your firm. Okay, back to our actionable strategies. Our last one, actionable strategy number four, is to talk to as many paralegals in that new practice area as you can so that you can get a better idea what a day in the life might look like for them. But just like you made a list of the pros and cons about your current practice area, ask them, what do they like most about what they do? And what do they like least about what they do? Depending on the practice area and why you want to move into that practice area, your conversation might even go one step further. For example, if you're like that real estate paralegal wanting to transition into a litigation paralegal position, and one of your motivations is that you want to go to trial... Ask those litigation paralegals how often they go to trial. Just like everything else that's specific to certain practice areas, something like that can also be specific to different practice area specialties within litigation. For example, if you're in litigation and you're working in antitrust and multi-district litigation, you know, class actions and things, you're probably not going to go to trial that often. You're going to work on a case for four or five years and then it's going to settle. But maybe in some of the other litigation practice areas, you'd go to trial once or twice a year. Now that I think about it, I'm going to add a bonus actionable strategy to this one. This is for you if you're listening or you want to transition or move into the litigation paralegal practice area. It was in last week's podcast episode. But you'll need to go to that podcast episode page on the website because it's a PDF and a sort of checklist for you on the mindset, behaviors, and skills that will help you succeed as a litigation paralegal. 
if that's the practice area that you want to transition to. In fact, I'll see if I can just include another copy of those on this episode's website page so that you don't have to search for it. Um, But if I'm not able to do that, just go to last week's podcast episode page. That would be the website page, not the show notes. And all of the website pages for the Paralegal Podcast are at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash paralegal podcast, all one word, dash episode, and then whatever the episode number is. When I held a litigation paralegal masterclass last week, I gave them a detailed look into what the mindsets were, and then a list of things that they'd want in the areas of behaviors, you know, mindset and skills, and kind of like a checklist that you could use, like you would pulling up that job description. So I'll include that here as well. All right. So if you're moving into another practice area, you've got four actionable strategies this week to take. And if you're thinking about it, start doing these things now. Don't wait until the month before you're ready to go ask your manager if you can transition over to another department. Start taking proactive steps now to get there. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.